so do we introduce ourselves now as like the podcast where John Moltz is the reasonable one? I think that's I think that's what we were told. I didn't even know what that guy meant. I, I'm like, not sure. I'm not sure what that was in reference to, other than yeah, maybe maybe just the our difference of opinions on the Amazon Echo. Amazon, that seems yeah. that seems like a popular topic for us to. Well, mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm, let's get mm-hmm. it out in the open. John, are I you think, the reasonable you know, let's, one? Let, I, I, well, certainly. Okay. <laughs> Particularly on that topic. Well, ch- checks out. <laughs> Are we airing some laundry? Is that what's happening here? You guys are no. wrong. And I'm right. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. All right. It makes he is a re- he's making a reasonable argument. Like so. I will say, in John Moltz's defense, I hate to agree with John Moltz on anything. I don't know that Amazon could have done a more effed up version of their initial release of the uh, Echo to Echo messaging or the Alexa app Apparently. to Echo messaging. Yeah. Um, First of all, it's now, I heard. Annoying. I first heard that you guys you guys called each other, and it was delightful. It was. It was delightful. It mm-hmm. was a joy. Um, yeah. If you like the convenience of the phone with the tetheredness of a plugged-in device that can't be unplugged and moved around with you, <laughs> it's great. Um, it's but the fact phone. that I saw right away that you can't block anybody, and anybody I know who's in my address book who has an Echo shows up. Well, so okay, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the couch country voice here, just briefly, because I, I mean, I'm not, you know, not to say there are there are problems here, but like, it's like saying anybody who has your phone number can call you, and like, yes, current like smartphones do make it much easier to block people, but I still get spam calls all the time. I just don't answer them now. In the defense of the Echo, you're or, sorry. In the in the downside for the Echo, you know, I think it's, I mean. I guess it's not hard. You can still screen stuff, right? Like if it if Lex calls me, it tells me Lex Friedman is calling me, and I can just say, "Don't answer that." But, right, but I could call you or send you messages all the time. So my yeah, but problem, I could do like, that. I can right. text you all the time. Yeah, but I can block you. Like yeah. Apple has gotten a step further. I can, I can email block you all the time. I don't know. My I, phone I, company lets me block you. My I, email app lets me filter you out. These yeah. people and people have actually done this to me. Like I, I occasionally have to work with famous people. I don't want to even want the temptation of accidentally <laughs> tapping on oh, that, Celebrity look, X's Echo and look, sending them a message. Look, or a phone at, look call. at this guy. Mm, yeah, no, well, <laughs> but like it's also got like employees or, or coworkers I worked with a hundred years ago. Like I just don't need. The, I, I can't edit my own address book. Like yeah, I don't need to I, see I mean, random secretary. Did you ever find Richard Simmons? <laughs> Uh, yeah i've got it right here hang on echo alexa call richard simmons um uh-oh that was richard simmons he answered uh well so so here here, here's where i'm going with this i mean yes hell to hell i i think it was an oversight and i think that if they haven't already moved to correct it which i think i saw one story suggesting that they were going to do that swiftly then they definitely should I'm not disagreeing about it's that. Better than I'm more disagreeing about the outcry, which I think is a little ridiculous because, again, I think this is you're totally right. Like, oh yeah, anyone in my contacts who has an Echo can call me. But like, again, anyone in your contacts who has a phone can probably call you because they're in your contacts. So like, you, basically, my point is, at the end of the day, if you think all the people in your contacts list are assholes who might call you or send you Echo messages, yeah, that's probably pretty bad. But maybe you should but, trim down your contact list or not have so many assholes. Think, like. It could it could be anybody who ever had your email address. It, I mean, it's your contact list. It's not your like list of anybody who's ever emailed you. I but mean, it's, it's can you... their contact list, Dan. Yeah, so no, I understand jerk... what you're saying, but like, 
Okay, I mean... But you can call, but you... So it recognizes by email if you have an Echo? Yes, it can. So, so in other words, yeah, no, I don't... But <laughs> yeah, no, this, wait, is, this is vastly does, different. Whoa, 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 whoa. Does yeah, it recognize by... very wrong. Wait, 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 wait. Does it recognize by your email associated with your your Echo? Because there are people who use different emails for, like, their Amazon account, too. So it may not be right. the same email you gave out to anybody. It may not be, <laughs> but it also may. <laughs> the contortions you're going through. I don't through understand your argument. Yeah, I'm right calling bullshit on this still. If you, if you, like no, a, no, 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 no. I'm calling you're bullshit like a on Cirque du Soleil acrobat. No, right now. no, I'm calling bullshit on this because, frankly, I think while it's an overlooked feature, it's not. Now my echo is calling the, bullshit. The amount of Great, echo thanks. spam that people are getting, like I have not heard a single occasion the of this is happening. All the calls you're going to get. I'm here to tell you that a kid I went to college with saw me pop up. We haven't spoken in. 10 plus years and he started sending me messages because he is an early adopter and wanted somebody to send messages to i haven't responded to any of them but that sounds delightful you've been reconnected with an old friend lex oh my god (laughs) there's a reason we haven't spoken in a decade what if facebook was a person in your house I, I, you know what? I, I made my point. I, I think that it's an overlooked feature. I no, think they should add I don't it. think you did. Dan, Dan is declaring victory. Yep. Yep. Walking away. Yep. I am because I think you guys are, I think this is overblown and I think the outcry is ridiculous. I'm sorry. I think it's, I, oh I think it's God. a, I think it's a ridiculous thing to get upset about, about, you know, the well, long term. So. I think the one thing that we I still get fucking telemarketer is, calls is from that people all the time. Is that commenter was 100% so. correct. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I'm Team Molt on this one now. I, want to I know. Yeah, you're you're now. Yeah, you are now also the reasonable one. <laughs> <laughs> I I think you get. I think I think it's dumb. Sorry, I think it's a dumb outcry. <laughs> Got it. Duly noted. Okay. Dan thinks it's dumb is the new name of this podcast. I do not want anybody who just happens to have my email address to start calling me. By the sure. way, his okay, email when that happens, let me know. <laughs> That's why I won't because I don't own an Echo. <laughs> All right. All right. The transcription, however, is pretty good. And I, I guess it does a lot to have a billion microphones because the, the echo chat or whatever the hell they call it uh, automatically transcribes everything you say. And it's pretty good. And I really want that for everything. I want automatic transcription of anything anybody says to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Though that's, that, sounds, that sounds far, far less <laughs> privacy invading. <laughs> yeah. I just want an echo that's always listening in my pocket, writing down everything everyone says. That's all I want. <laughs> Good news. Is that so wrong? <laughs> you can have one. I'm sure they'll come out with one those sooner or later. The pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anything else that Dan thinks is bullshit that we can talk about that's clearly right, John? <laughs> Boy, I hope so. <laughs> Going to be one of those episodes, huh? Yeah, we have to work to find it, though. You guys excited for when they ban uh, laptops on all flights to and from Europe? I'm John John doesn't go anywhere, right? So that's not a problem. I don't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Someday I might go someplace. That's not true. I go I go places. Um, that, that would seem... I've got a flight coming back from Europe in August, and I'm not looking forward to that, seeing if that is, in fact... I, it's unclear. This whole thing is it's unclear to me. Like... There, because it hasn't been actually enacted, and because it hasn't, they're not very clear about who and what airlines and what countries, etc., are involved in this. So, I think they're going to have a lot of really pissed off people on their hands, though. Yeah. No, I, I think. Yeah. I mean, it used to be you just couldn't, like, you couldn't have your laptop open during 
like takeoff and landing and now you cannot have the laptop at all and you know the airlines are saying that they're scared of this change because every once in a while laptop or ipad batteries just or you know any electronic battery lithium-ion battery just catches on fire yeah so now <laughs> you've put like, all this stuff in the hole together right. uh, we'd rather be like able a, to see them you, you basically turned your aircraft into a bomb <laughs> Which is unfortunate. <laughs> and you wonder why I don't go anywhere. That's actually the new United tagline. We probably won't turn your airplane into a bomb. Um, yeah, I don't United. know. This whole thing, especially because the it's some of it, when they first started talking about this, they were talking about threats they thought related to like tablets and the iPad. And I guess what's mind-blowing for me about that is where do you find like it's one thing if you hollow out an ipad and you know use that to do some sort of nefarious deed but you know it seems like do you remember like them ever making you turn laptops on i kind of remember that being a thing yep and so right and so it's like well if you if you can make an ipad that that still functions in that amount of clear like there's not a lot of extra space in there like mm-hmm. how well, no, you... they haven't said they're going to get rid of ipads yet they yes said they have of... they said everything over a size of a smartphone uh well how big is your smartphone <laughs> <laughs> well that's a fair question right does that include a does i that think it should be size smartphone i think it should be the size of your phone so like <laughs> molts should have to take smaller electronics than we do <laughs> i it just seems that's why it seems really <laughs> like, badly what else thought am out. i gonna take what else is there <laughs> disc There's man nothing. you're not taking that shit i'm gonna take an ipod shuffle and and in addition to my iphone i don't think so yeah i'll just take five iphones I, like we're taking the kids to europe at late june and july and if that ban is in place like the flight there we're going at night so hopefully they're just gonna sleep ha <laughs> on the way back um they're gonna be awake the whole so, time they don't have any devices they'll be so bored they'll have nothing to, be right. to sleep but you know, on the way back i don't know if i can handle like a eight hour flight with my kids if they don't have ipads so not looking forward to that i mean the super solution is just don't bring them back <laughs> <laughs> they live there hey it's echo should let anybody write to you at any time guy everybody there he is <laughs> you're, you're gonna you're gonna be really excited to get his opinions <laughs> That was, that was not even a good summary of my stance just, on the issue. That will just show up in or your living room. Or even what he does. <laughs> uh, it's fine. I'm I'm used to you guys being assholes. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. As long as we got that straight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems like a problem. Well, here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I want to do uh, take care of one little piece of business here, and you guys can think of other things we should talk about. <laughs> so, okay. Uh... Listen, right now I'm in a t-shirt, but tomorrow I go to Manhattan for meetings. You know what I'm going to be wearing? A suit, and it's not going to be an off-the-rack suit. It's going to be a made-to-measure suit because I want to look and feel awesome. And that made-to-measure suit, just so everybody knows, it came from Indochino. Every man looks better in a suit. Indochino is making it easy to get a perfectly tailored suit at an incredible price. You can choose from hundreds of top-quality fabrics and personalize your suit just the way you want it, whether it's for work or a wedding or another special occasion. Summer is here. You're going to a lot of weddings. You're probably going to want to look great at them. (laughs) So, you know get a custom fit suit from Indochino. They have suited up hundreds of thousands of men and are now the largest made-to-measure menswear brand in the world. Visit Indochino.com or drop by one of their nine North American showrooms, pick from hundreds of fabrics and patterns, choose your customizations from lapels to pleats to jacket linings and more, submit your body measurements, and then kick back, relax, and get ready to step into the best, most stylish suit you have ever worn in just four short weeks. This week, 
Our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $379 at Indochino.com. All you have to do is enter the code REBOUND at checkout. That is 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit, plus shipping is free. It's Indochino.com, promo code REBOUND, for any premium suit for just $379 and free shipping. You will never have to worry about badly fitting suits or expensive trips to the tailor again. Get ready to look like a million bucks. All right, you guys, I want you to do it right now. Did you do it yet? How about now? I'm trying. I can't. I, it's real hard to measure myself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Family show. Since when? <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Fa- families don't like this, even this level of bickering. I, not yet. Yeah, not even my family will listen to this show. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I have a topic if you guys didn't come up with anything. No, I, well, okay, go ahead. No, I no, got, no, I please. Got, I got like a whole bunch of them. Oh, go well, through. Yeah, whoa, whoa. Mine, mine were everything. So if you have topical, go for it. <laughs> Well, Apple spent some money this week, right? Because they uh, they bought a they bought a company like a an AI company, and then they also invested two hundred million in Corning. Yeah, they bought that. Was it so, Lattice? Is that what it was called? I th- maybe that's yeah. Is that it? I was trying to I was trying to find it, and I couldn't f- remember what the name was. Are you guys excited for dark data? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dark data, the by the way. Data. Dark data, by the way. The new pirates of the Caribbean movie that's coming out next. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, lattice data, which turns yeah. unstructured dark data, such as text and images, into structured data that can be then handled with traditional data analysis tools. Um, so yeah, like machine learning, AI, something yeah. like that. I guess they'd been talking to Amazon and Samsung, but Apple snapped them up. So yeah, I mean that's not surprising. We've talked about a bunch of the Siri stuff recently. Yeah, obviously not something that I'd heard of before, this company. But I feel like this is the kind of thing that Apple says they already do some of, right? They say that the uh, suggestions that the auto text suggestions that you get are contextual based on who you're talking to or how you talk to them. Mm-hmm. Like the, the iMessage answers I get <laughs> now. Oftentimes I've noticed that if Dan sends me a declarative statement, Dan Warren, right from this show, um, often because I send him so many encouragement messages from the watch, whenever I get his fitness updates, it wants me to give him some other cheering on message. So it does seemingly work a little bit. Uh, it seems like it's in that wheelhouse, right? Like that kind of, let me observe what you're doing and get more useful. Well, they say specifically taking unstructured data like text and images, right? So like image search, you know, photos, right? Like you, you know, typing in like dog and having it show you pictures of dogs, right? Like being able to identify things inside pictures and turn that into structured data that you can then search for. Which is kind of what right. all the machine learning companies are trying to do is like find ways to bridge that gap of... How do you sort of make a computer understand what you're looking for? So, I I mean, I assume that they mainly just bought it for, it says there's roughly 20 engineers that they sort of brought on. So I assume Mm -hmm. they just, they're just staffing up their AI machine learning. Yeah. 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 The dog thing works already pretty well, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like, (laughs) if you can just keep expanding that, right. So that more and more places you have more and more abilities. Cause like, what's interesting I find in the photos is that's really handy um and i'm very used to like looking back and trying to find like oh uh there's a picture i took and it was in this place and like uh, this town or something and i can search for the name of the town and because every photo i've taken on my iphone is pretty much geotagged it can bring it up but i have a bunch of stuff in there imported from you know cameras that before they were on my phone right like that don't have geotagging and so It would be cool if there were ways to easier ways to access that data, but I have no idea how you. I mean, you can you can sort of do some of that with like photos, but nobody who wants to go through and take the time to 
you know, tag, tag them, all that crap. Right. right. Yeah. And this is this is where machine learning comes in super handy, right? It's because we've had these things for years where, you know, apps have let you tag data, like whether it be your songs or your photos, whatever. And like on the in the finder, right? Like they have labels and tags. And I think the biggest thing is like the amount of time you spend doing that is just oftenly often prohibitive or drudge like drudgery right like nobody wants to spend the time tagging all of their files and data so if you can just have an ai go through and be like oh okay it kind of looks like all these files are related to this tag how about i just assign that tag and you're like oh yeah it looks like that's right check you know i feel like there's a lot that you can do with that yeah i i mean i'm it's the kind of thing when i see um apple make an acquisition like this i get excited because i you want this stuff to work better. Like it still feels like this is the one area, especially not even on the phone, but on the desktop that it feels like we are so behind where we could be. There's an app whose name I can't think of right now. Maybe you guys, one of you guys know, like a Vatici kind of app where (laughs) that exists for the Mac. I know Dan Miller loves it where it could start to learn how you like to organize your files and do some of that for you automatically, where you could tell like every day automatically clean up my desktop of all the shit that I save there. And it'll like learn how you like to sort things and do it for you. And it's surprising to me that that kind of thinking um, isn't more core to how you know the mac os works at this point you mm-hmm. know what i mean like yeah, yeah. it feels like computers could could learn i've always wanted to say like hey every time you launch this app you also like change this thing or you close this other one like and start to say hey do you want me to automate that for you and that's not how computers work but i would like them to right yeah so that's, i mean same thing with dream. any number of workflows like you know i've started doing live streams of clockwise when i'm hosting them and so the amount of like apps and steps there are to make that happen are silly because it's like launch this app make sure you set this press this button then go to this website then go do this right and it's like yeah again if it could learn from that and be like okay it looks like you're just like this is the action this is starting a live stream and you seem to do it every week around this time what if i just automated that all for you and you could just hit a button or just tell me to do it like that seems to be we've often talked about computers the whole point like you know saving time right like doing things that are oh well monotonous. they suck at that because i'm wasting all my time on a computer <laughs> right, all but the like, time you know 30 years ago that was the promise of a, of a computer was like it will make you much more efficient at these tasks and that worked but then we just made it more they expanded to become more complicated and just eat up more of our time so it looks it feels like we're due for another like bump in that curve where they go back to being <laughs> more useful rather than sucking up our time like actually being smart about making things easier for us do you remember when we used to spend all day using computers before the internet <laughs> what the hell were we doing <laughs> we were making newsletters mm-hmm. yeah print shop pro <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. muck, there's a lot of mucking about uh, mm-hmm. i had like visual basic <laughs> yeah. oh yeah sure yeah I was a you know i actually co- so um hank is um getting in you know he's getting into programming and and like it just seemed like starting him in xcode seemed kind of inscrutable and the other day we were just up in my office and we were looking through small stuff and we found real basic <laughs> wow so yeah i know it was a blast from the past so uh he sat down and he was playing around with real basic for a little while yeah hey i mean which is not a bad place to start really because no, that's very simple to use yeah i mean i i wrote like some dumb shareware apps in basic that i like put up on like bulletin boards like that's i can date myself from that like early 90s (laughs) nothing lex you don't want to touch date myself nope i i thought about it and i let it go (laughs) 
just checking. Just I didn't, you know. Uh, you did. You seemed like you, a, you seemed did like know where I was. <laughs> like a like a fastball right over the middle of the plate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, glass. <laughs> you want to talk about glass? Is that what you want to yeah, do? Yeah, sure. I don't well, know I don't about know. glass either. What are we talking about? What's glass? Tell me. Hook me up. What are we talking about? Two hundred million invested. Two hundred million in Corning is the other thing. The other place where they spent their money this week. Oh, the people who make the glass for the screen. Oh, I get it. I've been to uh, there. I've been to Corning, New York, where they have the Corning Museum, like where it started. It's pretty cool. They have lots of cool glass exhibits there. And this is not a joke. Is is it the same people who make like Corningware? Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. Yep. Wow, look yeah. at that. They, they, I mean, like they do it's one a materials th- company. Yeah, I mean, they do one thing and they do it really well, and that thing is glass. <laughs> uh, what's the state of their warehouses? Do you think half full? <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. Moltz and I are on one wavelength today, Dan. I'm sorry. It's just how it's going to be. I am ready to leave this show. (laughs) I'm ready to go to a different show with people I like. Doesn't that have an implication? Doesn't this have an implication for it? Because everybody was talking about Sapphire for a long time, right? Oh, yeah. And they invested a ton of money in that company that went under. Right. And so basically, this seems like a just like a recognizing that that's not going to happen we're going to need glass for the we have to double down on glass we're doubling down on glass we're making our glass twice as thick nope that seems bad (laughs) yeah opaque glass this is see the screen (laughs) opaque glass this is a this is a game changer Mm mm-hmm right uh well a lot of people there was something going on about and you know uh, all the analysts like to like use these as tea leaves and people are like oh this means a lot for like wireless charging and augmented reality and i'm like (laughs) <laughs> All right, let me think about if I can sort of <laughs> suss out where you think you're going with that. I mean, I guess one argument is that if you made some sort of like external other device, say a pair of glasses, you might need glass for those. Okay, I'll give you that. But there's no way that they're gonna ever going to make as many of those as they made iPhones, right? Like, if you're arguing, yeah. A, there's glass in like every product Apple makes pretty much. So it's a smart it's a smart investment for them because... They need it for everything. Yeah, but I mean, but even for for them, two hundred million isn't even that much. No, that's that's really. it's not a lot. You know, it's a lot for you know for you and me, Dan. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, so this is not necessarily Lex, but <laughs> no, um, not me. <laughs> this is um, so this is out of this fund that Tim Cook announced at the beginning of the month, where he said they were going to spend a billion dollars to invest in, I think, American presumably like predominantly mm-hmm. american companies like yeah. and so so this is a big chunk of that yeah yeah and the press release makes a makes note of the you know how many people apple employs in the united states and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. if this is if that's an indication then it seems like we're going to see more of those so like i'm trying to think who else what other like or low what? level <laughs> technologies or materials are they so invested in that they want to spend 200 million dollars on those companies there's probably some, I mean, I would think something like flash memory, but like, that's all made by Samsung. So they're not going to be like, yeah, let's right. give $200 million to Samsung. <laughs> uh, hmm. They already, they already <laughs> shovel a ton of money at Akamai, I think still for content delivery. So yeah, yeah they're kind of big in like uh solar stuff too, right? True. Yeah. So 
The sun. I think they would invest <laughs> in the sun. Yeah, we're going to take making $200 it, million. Dollars making it brighter $200 and million dollars and we're going to shoot it into the sun. <laughs> I'll tell you an interesting thing with Apple and acquisitions, especially in the AI or AI adjacent space, was when they acquired SRI and then eventually that became Siri. They struck what to me is a very bizarre deal where the founders of SRI left after a year and founded another company to do exactly the same thing, right? Which is now owned by somebody else, I think. Samsung. You guys remember? Samsung, by, yeah. And like, I don't, listen, I'm not, an M, I mean, I, I do a little bit of M&A on the side at work, but that's not my <laughs> core competency. But like, we would never do a deal like that. Like, it doesn't make any sense. If you are getting it for the technology and for the innovation of the people who make it, like, why would you let them yeah. go to it for somebody else after a year that's after crazy a year, a year is really it. short well they yeah. do yeah. they was it really only a year i believe so i thought it was a couple of years after they after they left and they did not everybody left right away but definitely yeah those like but uh, when did they they got them in like they left he the co-founder left apple just days after siri debuted on the iphone 4s right yeah. i'm just asking what year what year they acquired them probably oh. like 2010 then because that was 2011 right Right. Yeah, Siri was 2011. So yeah, they, they bought it April 2010. They launched it, and he left October 2011. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they didn't feel like he was that critical to it, or maybe they felt like they didn't want to keep him there. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> well, that's that's that part's okay. I mean, you can't just like keep somebody in indentured servitude, but you can right. keep them from competing against you. Yeah, right. although that's all that's all like a sticky situation too, because if like that's how you make your living, then you better you know yeah but that's what you get for like getting bought right. out he got paid that's, that's right? the thing you sign yeah i guess i don't know i mean i'm mean, I, I mean, not, that's not, not like, we're gonna give you so much money you're not gonna need to work for like five years and then after five years you can get back in yeah but I, you know that's dumb because after five years that whole technology has moved on like yeah, that your skills yeah. are that is no longer valuable right, right. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, you know, the point that the reason why a lot of these people, well, the reason they sell is for the money. The second reason they sell is because, hey, now I'm like a big spender. I can go do something else. And, well, and, I mean, know, and it might just they be, don't, but it might just be that they decided that was not working as a relationship. And so the guy left, too. I mean, because other people, there were several other people there who came, I think, from Siri and I mean, if you arguably the more troubling thing is that later on, I know that people from who were still working on the Siri team after those guys left, went to Viv, mm -hmm. the uh, the place that they founded. So in some mm -hmm. ways, like, then you're... I mean, that's the whole issue with, like, they had those, like, agreements that got under, you know, uh, legal scrutiny, where they tried to have, like... Basically, there was collusion between a bunch of the company, the tech companies, saying, like, we won't try to poach your people. Oh, uh, yeah, right. And they got... Everybody right. got in trouble for that. And so, like, you know, I can understand why... They would not want to prevent people, obviously, or legally, they should not be able to prevent people from going to another company if they got a better offer. But yeah, I mean, in that sense, I don't know. But I think it's the it's working on the same thing, though. I mean, it's it's not 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 so much that they went someplace else, but just that they are doing exactly what they were doing at Apple. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not a lawyer to be able to say like that. Right? How, there might be loopholes that let them get out of that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm well, good for them, I guess. Yeah. Just keep what doing is. it over and over again. Keep selling it to other people. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, see if they leave Samsung within a <laughs> year. Should, yeah, right. They should be leaving Samsung any minute now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else is going on? There's you a know who's excited for WWDC? Uh, Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> but, so um, they know what to release next year. <laughs> 
That's all. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I've been here all week. That one was. You should, you should go. You should go home. <laughs> you should not be here. For you the should rest not of the week. be here. Uh, a yeah. bunch of uh, updates, OS updates out today. Oh yeah, I don't think there's anything significant. I haven't installed any of them. Get on my phone, and they're gonna, you know, I'm I'm tired of like running up to find my watch thing and doing that immediately too. Uh, yeah, mainly well, it looks I'll like do that tonight. Security stuff and a couple bug fixes. Do you guys follow the um that giant uh, ransomware thing that happened at the end of the week last week? Heard about it, but yeah, I mean, it seemed like it was hitting. Like there, there was some picture floating around of uh, the Russian the system the Russians used to run their trains, mm. and it had a big like ransomware <laughs> notification across the two of these giant screens, and the rest of them had all these like train routes that we were organizing that seems like that might be a bit of a problem well that was bad. it was the in britain all the a bunch of the hospitals got hit too and they were yeah, having serious too, problems right. yeah um which was kind I did of not get here hit here that i know of i mean i think it's so it's specifically i hadn't followed the entire thing but it's a it's a windows xp bug i believe and right. windows xp is no longer getting security updates i think i believe that's true yes and I, there was some back and forth and argument about like basically whose fault is this? Is it Microsoft's fault? Is it the people's fault for not updating? Is it you know, essentially? And I think we we all agree uh, it's Amazon's fault. <laughs> <laughs> They're calling it the Echo uh, ransomware. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I don't know if you guys saw because it actually, I think the story came out during our recording session, but the hackers say, or I don't know if it's the same hackers, but hackers say that they have stolen a Disney film <laughs> and they want Disney to pay them ransom or they're going to release it. And it's like an upcoming Disney theatrical release. And Disney says, we're not paying, so do what you want. But yeah. I thought that was interesting. Well, yeah. I, like, and I know Netflix had the same thing happen. Some, I thought you were going to say that they stole a Disney film out of the vault. <laughs> And we're like, if you're, we're going to release this, even though it's in the vault right now and you can't get it. No, it's like it, like the, the Hollywood Reporter guesses that it's like the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie or we're the still, new Cars movie. We stole Walt's brain. <laughs> but like, I know when, when hackers try to ransom up uh, Netflix for the new yeah, season Netflix of Orange is the New Black, Netflix was like, do what you got to do. And yeah. apparently it's like one of the least torrented releases because people are like, oh, well, I'll watch it when it's on Netflix. <laughs> as part yeah. of my paid netflix subscription um i don't know so uh, maybe we should not maybe we should blame the consumers who are willing to pay ransom because if they backed up their shit they'd be fine so i blame you the user <laughs> wow that's a uh, yeah blame those hospitals trying to ouch trying to help those people that's a uh, stop well, trying to help people don't lex can i give you a pro tip don't run for office <laughs> oh shit <laughs> I know you don't like Apple. XP is 16 years old. Yeah. Well, here's the, the having worked in a large nonprofit organization, like mm-hmm. they're they're slow as hell about updating sure. these things, as any big right. institution is, but especially the ones that don't have a lot of money to throw around. And and even honestly, the hospitals that are for profit hospitals, if like there's a system that works, the change pace is right. so oh, slow. Oh yeah, because yeah. like, yeah. it's yeah, well because everything is critical too, right? Like you have a lot of systems that if you update it and it doesn't work anymore, uh-huh. that's a real problem, right? Yeah, and there's there's integration with other systems, and the the testing process is a nightmare. But because you have to test everything, right, make sure right. everything works together, and 
and then anything that doesn't has to be remediated well and and even i mean and so i guess what i was getting at earlier was the point the other theorist or wrinkle of this story was that this exploit apparently was an nsa exploit that got leaked by these or got used by these hackers because it was in one of those data dumps or something earlier this year and so the point and then this was something the NSA has known about for a long time and did not disclose to Microsoft. So even though it got patched, I think it by either someone else found it or Microsoft found it, I guess. Um, like, you know, the NSA was still just sitting on it. I thought there was even an, an implication that maybe the NSA had been looser with the information to and that 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 people learned of it that the bad guys learned of it from the NSA's having had it. But maybe that was yeah, just yeah, my no, yeah, that's what I said. It got it got oh. leaked from the NSA somehow. Got, okay. Yeah, I so I don't know. There's there's a lot of blame to go around on this one, but all of it comes with caveats. Except for the NSA should be really good enough to secure their fucking tools. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would hope. Well, <laughs> so you so, know, good argument yeah. for uh, letting the FBI have its own copy of iOS it, with a backdoor, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> That's where I was going to go with that. <laughs> We're all well, agreed. They don't have it. No, and by it you mean their shit together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they can't get it and by it i mean <laughs> their shit together <laughs> with me <laughs> also i feel compelled <laughs> to issue this clarification of my earlier stance <laughs> <laughs> are we back on the record <laughs> we never left this the after yeah. after the credits uh i don't know now i just feel i feel very i feel very put upon the spot now because i feel like awkward like i i feel like i got backed in the corner of arguing like no they should never add this feature that is a terrible <laughs> oh, idea which is not what i, I was saying you, you pretty aggressively threw mm. everyone under the bus who was like you said it was a bogus controversy <laughs> but i will tell it to me it is weird that anybody who wants to can send me stuff also a problem that i didn't even think about and we didn't talk about this on the show but you know how people share netflix accounts and whatnot yeah it i have learned at least in my own family not even my side but lauren's side of the family which i don't think of them as super tech savvy um they all share lauren's mom's amazon account yeah so they can get access oh to prime so oh. the kids tried to send a happy mother's day message to grandma's echo but it got picked up by sam's echo because mm. she listened to it i mean it went to all of them but whoever listened to it first marked it as deleted that, and then it was gone i would argue that's a bigger problem they really should support there is some support for like households or multiple accounts, but it's confusing it's and I confusing. don't think it's done well. The Google Home is a little better about that. You can actually set up different users and it will oh, recognize yeah. you by voice, have... which is pretty cool. But the Karen and I, yeah, we have separate accounts, but we share a Prime account. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, yeah, my point from earlier was like, I think they will add this and I think it was a dumb oversight and not a malicious attempt to like get you like no, lots oh, of I, I agree with that. So it was malicious. I think it was dumb. I know. Yeah, I, you know, been, it was, shouldn't have been shipped that way. It was an overlook. I think it was an overlook it thing. It doesn't benefit them really. No, I mean, it doesn't at all. I think, I think it's the opposite. I think they just threw this, this feature together and were like, oh, this is a cool little feature that we can build now. And people are like, oh, by the way, you realize this is a problem where people can just call anyone. They're like, oh, right. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> 